picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes a bigger story is not always told. We are a program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. This week is going to be a general roundup, going to be a real quick one this week. We have a two-man wrecking crew, Ed Horman from O'Fallon, Missouri, near the home of Bigfoot, as well as myself, Robbie Hot. We're going to head right into it because we had a ton of shows this weekend on the docket, and Ed's going to take us through the first part, and then I'll wrap it up for you. All right, thank you, Robbie. I just got three little things I want to hit on. Doug Melke and the tailgater made his return to the Mantra Jam in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the first time he's been in Mantra Jam for a few years. Great to see him back. Let's hope he gets some more events with them. Gary Porter lost his first time in the Maniac Challenge in a full year. The odd coincidence is at East Rutherford, New Jersey, he suffered a loss, and now he suffered one here. So I don't think New Jersey is a kind state to Gary at all. Last thing I want to talk about is Jimmy Creighton. He's been on fire with this new chassis. Almost all the events he's been at, he has won or dominated at. So he's been very successful with what he has. Definitely, Ed. That new chassis has been working wonders for him. As I mentioned last week, I spoke with Ben Winslow, and they said they are going to make even more improvements for it. So look out for Jimmy Creighton. He is on a mission this year, 2011. Also, we wanted to mention a couple other things, uh, a couple themes we can wrap up together for two shows, Peoria, Illinois, and Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, we're all about Grave Digger. <laughs> in Peoria, to a smaller extent, Team Scream took a couple of victories there, but uh, I was able to speak with Grave Digger driver Carl Van Horn, and he told me that he had a few issues with uh, trying to get the truck woed in the, uh, the tight confines of the arena, and uh, you know also with the cars getting beat down by the time it was digger time, if you will. So uh, Nicole Johnson and Taz took a few victories there as well. Uh, he a lot of people have been asking about her, so I took the opportunity to ask Carl about that. And he said she is both aggressive and a talented driver and that uh, we should expect some big things from her. He said he even mentioned he'd like to see her on a bigger floor, on a, a bigger arena floor, and see how she would do there. That's something I'd like to see both Grave Digger 23 and Taz on, but uh, they unfortunately run a smaller arena schedule for the, for the time being. So heading over to Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Five out of the six events were won by Charlie Pawkin and Gravedigger. You can check out more about that on charliepawkin.com. And so that was Gravedigger domination in Peoria and Edmonton. As far as the rest of the shows go, uh, Houston and Tampa can also be tied up in a couple of themes. Uh, the theme would be, for me, what I saw was a couple of freestyles that deserved to win and frankly did not. Um, you know... From watching the show, listening to the show as much as uh, you great fans have, I am honest and, and open about some of this stuff. Uh, I felt that in Houston, Texas, you'll be able to check all the videos out on uh, our YouTube channel, All Monster Videos. I felt in Houston that they, they did not call the correct freestyle winner. I felt that no disrespect intended to Alex Blackwell, but uh, he did not have the winning run in Houston. Uh, if, I, if I had a judge's, judge's card and I could have picked the winner, uh, I would have picked Neil Elliott at Maximum Destruction or Chad Tingler at Gravedigger. They both simply had phenomenal runs, ran well past their time, and during the regular time did a fantastic job. Uh, Blackwell ended up rolling over Captain's Curse. Uh, 
tough luck there, but uh, he didn't run nearly as long. And, uh, you know, I think he would have been third place at best at that show. Uh, as I mentioned before, Alex definitely deserves a flag for the world finals. He's a fantastic driver, but uh, in this show, I got to say, I think the judges got it wrong. So that was uh, a little bit of controversy to me just from watching the runs and uh, my personal opinion there. So uh, moving on to the Tampa show, huge mud fest there. I was able to speak with a couple of drivers there, uh, including John Zimmer, who almost ended Dennis Anderson's nine race winning streak lost out to it by about a half a tire. There's been a lot of controversy on the internet about people saying that Zimmer should have won. Uh, not the case. He freely admitted that he just barely lost. Um, you can check that video out as well on our YouTube channel, all monster videos. So a little, little tight race there, uh, tough in a mud fest to get any sort of traction. But, uh, Zimmer did mention to me that he's used to sliding around all over the place, uh, from his snow cross day. So, that actually does help a little bit, apparently. Uh, he has tires that didn't have as much of a cleat as in the other, uh, you know, the other trucks. Uh, Dennis has a huge set of good years with cleats on it. We've run those for as long as we can remember. And uh, the sudden impact racing tires are a little balder, but doesn't matter. Driving ability, great final round race. So congratulations to Dennis Anderson for nine wins in a row and John Zimmer for a great final round appearance. Moving on to freestyle, once again, I felt that uh, the, the theme from Houston carried over. I do not believe that a three-hit freestyle with a donut should uh, win any freestyle competition unless those three hits are backflips or something. Um, you know, Mintz had a great run in taking the victory and maximum destruction, but I believe that it was not long enough to take a victory. It's tough in muddy conditions to get anything going. I felt that Gravedigger had a pretty good run. I also felt that Jeremy Slifko and backdra Backdraft had a pretty good run as well, so... A little bit of controversy there for uh, this week's edition of Beyond the Lens. Just a couple of things to take a look at. All right, one more thing as well. We wanted to mention that on AllMonster.com right now, Dustin Hart has been kind enough to put up his great photos from the Hampton, Virginia show this weekend. It was a, an event of digger domination, again, with uh, Grave Digger the Legend and Adam Anderson taking eight out of the nine events that were on the weekend. So, Definitely encourage you to check out Dustin's photos. He was unable to be with us this week, but he will be on back on board next week, so check him out. Now, Ed, we're going to wrap the show up this week with a little bit of the World Finals. Uh, this week, to our knowledge, there was only one qualifier, so they're starting to slow things down. That one qualifier is Chad Fortune and Superman. What are your thoughts on that? You know, last week uh, I touched upon it on on my indie recap, and I said he really, the Chad really impressed me in that Superman, and I'm not lying, he really did impress me. And uh, this year, I think he actually deserves being there, and uh, I think he'll be a force to reckon with in racing and freestyle. His uh, throttle rhythm is is uh, getting up there with one of the best I've seen. Uh, he's he's getting the turns a lot quicker. He seems to be a late bloomer, as we talked about before. So I'm excited to see him there, and I think he actually does deserve it. Yeah, and i got to be honest with you. There were a few times where I, I, in speaking with people, I questioned whether or not Chad Fortune should have been there. Um, I have not had an opportunity to see a whole lot of his runs this year, but I do remember last year thinking, you know, this guy has come a long way. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to see that somebody can be solid and make Vegas. I don't know whether he should have qualified at this time period. I think that uh, with some guys, you have to wait and see how they do for an entire year. But 
Uh, it's always good to see somebody that's uh, that's been in the sport as long as he has. He's definitely becoming a veteran. I mean, he's been around in a truck now for, for 10 years, and uh, that's pretty impressive in and of itself for a guy that really didn't have any motorsports experience. He was a football player and a wrestler. So uh, kudos to Chad Fortune. Definitely uh, you know, always good to see a veteran get a, get a spot in the world finals. But, uh, you know, I, I think that it brings up an interesting point that we can touch on before we sign off here, Ed, and that's we have a bunch of guys this year a whole bunch of parody in the sport. It's almost to the point where now if you are going to be a contestant in the world finals, you have to take a victory or make a final round appearance or make a splash of some, of some sort. Otherwise people are going to be walking around questioning your spot in the finals. Uh, that to me is almost to where the point is now. Jeremy Slifko does not have a flag yet, but he's made a splash winning that freestyle uh, in Orlando a couple weeks back. So I would venture to guess that Jeremy Slifko is going to make the world finals. I'd love to see him there. I think he deserves a spot there, and he did last year as well. But uh, I think it brings up an interesting point that it's almost to the point now where you need to take a victory or make a splash of some sort to get a spot in Vegas. What's funny is that you bring that up is, is I actually had a few people email and ask me, hey, you know, since Jeremy won, won, doesn't that automatically qualify him for the world finals? You know, you win, you get in the finals. And I, I agree with you there. It seems that now, if you don't win a racing or a freestyle, you know, they're, they're, people are questioning why are you at the finals. I know, I mean, I got a, whole, a lot of people asking me, well, this person won. Why are they not in the finals? This person won. Why are they not in the finals? But this person didn't win. Why are they in the finals? And the pressure is really on those guys to really get their way into the finals instead of being handpicked to be there yeah not necessarily a bad pressure we were under a lot of pressure this week did not have a lot of time to record this one for you guys but we do appreciate you listening to allmonster.com beyond the lens want to thank you for listening and encourage you to check out a bigger one next week so for ed horman i'm robbie hot and this has been allmonster.com's beyond the lens thanks for listening And that's it for this edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. On behalf of everyone here at the show, please tune in next time and thank you.